I was born Robin Miller at Bainbridge Memorial Hospital in Bainbridge, Georgia to Miss Ruth Lee Miller. I grew up in a very poor, small, haunted hickory town called Attapoga, Georgia off 241. A small area in Decatur County, Georgia where we had to make ends meet. We had to pick cotton, pecans, peanuts, tomatoes, pears, and figs. I loved myself a jar of figs and a jar of pears. Yum, yum. Those were the good old days. The town is small, the population less than 400, I'm the second of four kids. The oldest name is Sylvia Miller, then me, and Paul Miller and Tara Miller. My brother Paul had a disability with his illness. He died at the young age of 13 in 1988. My auntie Bessie Lee Miller was the one who raised him until his death. Her daughter Terry Ann also took care of my bed behind. Terry Ann was like a second mother to me. She was crazy about herself from Robbie Duke. If anybody tried to hit me or do anything to me, she would be at their front door. One thing for sure, she wouldn't let anybody harm Robbie Duke. My cousin Willie Jean Miller, better known as Pepper, gave me the nickname Robbie Duke, so my family started calling me Robbie Duke. Sometimes people still call me Robbie Duke, but most of the time they call me Scrunchy. That's what I'm known for in the streets because I always kept a frown on my face. Whenever anybody saw me, they always said, why are you always looking like that with that mean scrunchy look on your face? You're going to grow up looking mean and that's not a good look for a little boy like you to have in your face. Sometimes I hated Pepper for that name because my daddy's name is Robert Dukes from Michigan City, Indiana. I don't know much about him. He was never around in the early part of my childhood. I didn't get to know him like I wanted to because he lived so far away, but I still loved him. He was not in my life until I was 18. If he's reading this book, I want him to know even though he wasn't around when I was young, I love him from the bottom of my heart. Without him, there's no me. I was 18 when I first met my grandma, Miss Daisy Mae Dukes, uncles and aunts that I never knew before. I found out I was the oldest of my grandma's grandkids after I met her. There was this one hot summer i never forget that I spent with my grandmama. She was known as a good cook around the way. Everybody loved to come and see what she was cooking. Whatever you can think of, she could cook it. My grandmama was so special, and she always got something funny to say. She always say things that made people laugh. I can remember Grandma Daisy calling upstairs to me about 7.45 one Saturday morning. I was just getting up and she said, Rob, come down so you can have breakfast, baby. I said, okay, Grandma, I'm on the way down. I went downstairs and we started eating breakfast. Then Mr. Otis came to the front screen door. Grandma Daisy looked up and said, wow, Rob, look at that big old sweaty trick nose on his face. I turned around and looked up to see what my Grandma Daisy was talking about. And I fell out laughing in Mr. Otis' face. You see, his nose was big and had warts on it. And he was sweating like he had a plastic Ziploc bag over his head. Now that was a crazy sight to see. He asked my grandma, what that boy laughing so hard about? I don't know, she told him. But she was shrugging her shoulders and laughing at the same time. In my mind, I was thinking if he only knew what she said about that big old sweaty trick nose of his, he would have been mad with both of us. One hot summer, my cousin Terry Ann and her sister Tubit made me and my cousin go outside to play. We didn't want to because it was so darn hot. But she made us go anyway. I hated her for that. I went and got the water hose to cool us down. My skinny pot belly self was feeling real good cooling down. Then Terry Ann came outside and said, Boy, turn that dog on water off now. And I said, No, I'm hot. I said, Robbie Duke, you better turn that dog on water off now. I looked at her with that scrunchy look on my face, and she said, Robert, dude, you think I'm playing with your bad behind tail? 
I looked at her with that devilish grin on my face. That made that big old heifer so mad, she came off the porch and slapped me in the back of my head. I stumbled to hold my balance, and I hit her back. And then I took the water hose and stuck it in her bra, and I sprayed her titties with the water. She got so wet and mad, she tried to come off after me and slipped and fell on the grass. I took off running and laughing at her. She told her brother Bruce to catch me. I was out of there like the road runner, laughing down the, down the narrow path we made to get to the other houses. She said she was going to kill me when I came back there, but I know she was just kidding because I was a baby boy. My cousins and I were going to Junior Terrence's house to play basketball. We were there for a while, then Junior and my cousin Poochie had some words. Poochie said, I'll get my cousin Robert Duke on you. And Junior said, your cousin Robert Duke won't mess with me. Poochie made up a lie and said, ooh, Robert Duke. Junior said, you're a retarded brother. I said, what you said, you big head joker? I saw a red brick on the ground and picked it up. And said, what you said, Junior? He started to walk backwards. Then he turned around and tried to run, and before he got 10 feet, bam! I threw a dusty red brick and hit him in the side of his ribs, and he was laying on the ground moaning. My little cousin and I ran. My cousin me said, Robert Duke, you almost killed that boy. I told him, I don't care. Don't nobody talk about my brother Paul. Sometime, we should not have been begging for food. We should have just waited until it was offered to us. I remember one day my cousin Meat Poots and I were out in the backyard playing football when Terry Ann yelled out the window, Come eat y'all! This day she cooked cornbread, fried chicken, white rice and black eyed peas and you could smell the food in the air and I couldn't wait to get into the house so I could get that good old fashioned cooking. We went into the bathroom to wash up. I ran back into the kitchen to get my plate. I was a skinny little potbelly boy. I was so greedy. I was the first finish and wanted more. Terry Ann told me, boy, I just fixed your plate and gave you more than all I, I gave all the rest of them with your long-eyed tail. And you want more? Doggone, boy. You greedy. I mean greedy. I got something for you. You want more? Here you go. And you better sit your behind down right here and eat all these black-eyed peas and you better not move until it's all gone. She put this big pot of black-eyed peas between my skin and little legs and told me to eat every drop and don't leave nothing in that pot. She sat there and watched me eat those peas as my eyes got bigger and bigger trying to eat more. I kept saying, I can't do it. I can't eat no more. But she kept saying, you better eat all those peas because I'm sick and tired of your greedy behind self. Always begging. If you don't finish these peas, I'm going to beat you out the frame. So I kept on eating until my stomach was hurting. And I heard a cracking sound on my pot belly. And then I threw up everywhere. Give it to Mikey and he'll eat anything. Well, I guess... I have nothing on little Mikey because I wasn't able to eat everything in that pot. Terry Ann fixed my greedy behind that time. She got her revenge and I never begged like that again. That big old heifer got me good that time. I got what I was asking for. It was hot one night. Back then we had a fan in the window because we had no air conditioner. I was in there sleeping good when my cousin Bruce and Charles came into the bedroom and stole the fan from me. Bruce lifted up the window and Charles took the fan out the window and they took it into the living room and made a pallet on the floor. I woke up hot and sweating like crazy. I said, oh, somebody gonna get it for trying me. They were always up to no good, just like me. We used to watch each other to see who would make the first move. I went into the kitchen cabinet and grabbed a bottle of Tabasco hot sauce and came back into the living room where they were sleeping. I put Tabasco hot sauce on my right index finger and I put it on Bruce's lips. His lips started swelling like a birthday party balloon. 
They were big, red, and juicy. Then I put some on Charles' lips. He could smell it. He had a nose like a damn anteater. And Charles bumped Bruce, telling him, Get up! Robert Duke and put some hot sauce on our lips. Charles looked at Bruce, then bust out laughing and saying, Doggone, Bruce! Your lips look like the joke on Batman. I hid in the closet and ducked behind a pile of dirty clothes. The next day they caught me and started punching on me. But it really didn't hurt because I was a tough little joker. One Saturday, all the family was over and we were having a fish fry and having fun. My uncles and aunties were playing cards and the children were playing football. But I guess I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. My cousin Charles threw that football to Carl Smart. Carl threw a bullet back to him. When Charles tried to throw it to him the second time, it slipped out his hand because he never had a tight spiral. That joker was flicked at his head. Couldn't throw straight worth a damn. It wobbled, hit the trailer, bounced off the wall, and hit me right in my damn eye. I started hollering and my eyes started swelling. All I was thinking to myself was I didn't want to look like Captain Hook with that patch over my eye. Charles asked if I was okay. Then he started smirking when he saw my eye. Then he started laughing. I said, you think that's funny, Charles? He shot back, Robert Duke, you know you can't whoop me, man. I'll beat your tail out the frame. I said to myself, I might not be able to whoop him, but I got something in store for him. Our mamas called us in to talk to us about the way we was acting, but I wasn't listening. All I wanted was to get back at him for what he had me looking like. So when he was standing there still smirking in the doorway, I ran real fast and pushed him backwards, and he fell out the door on his right hand and broke his arm in two places. My mom and auntie beat me out the frame like it was no tomorrow. I got my behind beat, but I got my revenge. I bet he won't mess with Robert Duke no more. One day, when I was sitting watching the Woody Woodpecker show, my auntie Bessie Lee called me to her room and asked me to go to Miss Anime, the Cannon Store Lady house, to get her a bag of wise potato chips, peanuts, and a canned Coke soda. So when Miss Anime let me inside and said, Hi, bad boy, what you getting today? I said, my auntie want a bag of wild potato chips, peanuts, and a canned Coke soda, and let me get a nutty butter ice cream cone. As I was putting the ice cream cone paper in the trash in the back of Miss Anime house, I could see three houses down and see Miss Birthdale, the old woman outside washing up behind her face full of soap. So my dad was behind had to go down there to mess with her, because I had nothing better to do. I yelled out to her, Miss Birthdale! You ought to be shaming yourself outside washing your stank behind. You need to go in the house. Nobody want to see your tail. When she heard my voice, her ugly behind opened her eyes wide like a Mandinka warrior on crack. I busted out laughing like crazy and started running. She said, boy, take your bed behind from around here. When I catch you, you're going to wish you never saw me. I'm going to whip your bed behind when I catch you with your devilish behind. Marty asked, what took you so long? I hope you wasn't getting into trouble like always. I said, no, auntie. I had to wait on Miss Anime to open the door. If she only knew what I was really doing, she would be the one beating my behind and not warning me. School was out, and we were all outside playing kickball. My mama's friend, Miss Virginia, came from out of town to her mama's house with her two daughters, Tate and Shannon, spending summer with their grandma, Miss Hattemall. Tate was the one who I had a crush on. I knew I was in love when I first met her. She was so pretty. All the boys wanted her in the neighborhood, but they were scared to talk to Tay because they thought I was going to beat them up. That was my first little childhood crush. I would go over to her grandma's house every day just to play with her. We always played house. I loved playing mom and dad until one day when we was playing with the, in the utility room where they washed their clothes, we winded up rubbing, kissing, and hunching. Then her granddaddy, Mr. Woodrow, 
a big old ugly man, looked like a Bigfoot, came in there. He started yelling, boy, I'm going to tear you out the frame about my granddaughter. So I took off running, trying to pull up my pants as I ran through the bushes by the hall pen. I was so bad growing up, I was always getting in trouble in and out of group homes. Whenever I came around, people would always say, here comes the devil's child. The more they said it, the more I tried to live up to the reputation. But they never tried to show me anything constructive. Everything that came out of people's mouth was negative about me. The only person that tried to show me anything constructive was my big cousin, Ronnie Miller. He showed me how to build wagons and bikes and how to build them up and break them down. But unfortunately, he took his own life. He shot himself in the heart. In a world of big dreams, many get broken down the scene. And it pierced my heart because he was somebody I really looked up to. I can still see his face today. A big smile and encouraging words coming out of his mouth. I pray every day to meet him on the other side. That's why I'm so good with my hands today. If more people were like him, we would have less problems with our youth. People really didn't get to know Robbie Duke. But I always hoped that people would get to know Robbie Duke. All I was looking for was love and attention because I never got that from my mother. All I got was used and abused as a young child because she wasn't around much to give me the love that I was missing. That's why I was always acting out. I must say that movie Home Alone didn't have nothing on me.